Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We may have said a time or two that Total Information AM runs on coffee. That's really not an exaggeration, but people love coffee. And there's a new book out called St. Louis Coffee, A Stimulating History. The author, Deborah Reinhardt, joins us. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me today. How much coffee do we drink? Annually, it's billions of cups of coffee, according to the National Coffee Association. And is that going up or down? Are we drinking more coffee? It's actually going up, yeah, yeah. I think that a lot of people, Deborah, may be discovering that coffee is kind of like wine or being, you know, liking certain cigars or other things that you can, there's a lot more complexity than just a cup of coffee. Yes, coffee is very complex, but I think generally we take it for granted. It's what we reach for every morning and we don't really think about it too much, but there's a lot of similarities between uh, wine and coffee and chocolate. I remember, and I'm sure you do too, back in the old days when you'd go into a gas station and they would just have pots of coffee on the burner all day and it would be thick and it smelled burnt and you drank it anyway. I know we did. I guess you do what you have to do. But today we have so much, so many choices. And and you're never far from a fantastic cup of coffee in our region. Certainly we have the coffee chains in town, but we have a lot of independent purveyors of coffee doing their own thing and adding their own flair. We do, and there's more coming online all of the time. But really, coffee has been a part of St. Louis's story since our days as a French colonial fur trading center. I know. I saw, of course, Pierre Laclede there. <laughs> right. I mean, what would what didn't he? Well, start? I know, right? And um, but we, but at that time, uh, coffee wasn't coffee was more of a, a special beverage. You'd have it, you know, to end a special meal, like maybe during the holidays or a special celebration. It wasn't something the people consumed daily because um, it wasn't that readily available. The the beans would come from upriver from New Orleans. And then women had to roast them in skillets and grind them by hand and then, you know, boil them in water. It was very labor intensive. But it really wasn't until um, the middle of the 18th century when, when coffee, commercial coffee roasting kind of came into its own where it became more of a, a, an everyday kind of a drink then. So in Pierre Laclede's time, it was really just if you were wealthy enough. To that, afford it and have somebody roast it for you. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good part of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, of course, our riverfront helped us out on the coffee front because right. people were delivering it. Then that's right. I mean, we in the uh, in the middle of the 19th century, St. Louis already had a pretty robust grocery industry, and then uh, it was just a situation of something being perfectly timed. When we, of course, the gateway of the West, people stopped in St. Louis to outfit their their wagons as they were heading west to pick up the various staples in coffee was one of them. So some of the grocers uh, at that time um, invested in coffee roasting equipment and tried to make a go of it. Um, and eventually it caught on by the 18, early 1850s. I think it was 1853 was the first uh, commercial roaster in town. Uh, it was called Manown's uh, Coffee, Tea, and Spice. And then um, that he tried that that company tried it for about a year, and then 
for some reason, sold it to Forbes Coffee, and they really were the first to, to do it full-time, if you will. In this area? Yeah. I know we talk a lot about all the breweries we used to have in St. Louis back in the day, but we had a whole lot of coffee wholesalers in town, too, in the early part of the last century. We did. Um, By the um, 1920, we had over 70 uh, coffee-related companies, which when you think of um, our the heyday, if you will, of St. Louis's brewing industry prior to Prohibition, I think maybe we had 20 breweries or so. So you think of the sheer number of, of coffee companies that were here, yet, you know, anybody can name a few of our, our beer barons from our past, but nobody knows the names of these coffee men that really helped hmm. shape our culinary story. <laughs> Since we mentioned Pierre Laclede, because he's involved with <laughs> everything early, <laughs> I'm sure the World's Fair had to have played some role in yeah. St. Louis coffee. Yes. Well, the coffee uh, companies that were uh, operating at the time knew this was going to be a wonderful marketing opportunity for them. And there, a few of the coffee men were actually on the uh, the board of governors or the board of directors for the fair. And, and they had a very big presence, but none had a bigger presence than Cyrus Blanky, who um, he had, he was one of the board members, <laughs> but um, his Faust coffee brand was the official coffee for the largest restaurant that was on the pike. Um, and then he had a uh, some some St. Louisans may know of the story of him purchasing Grant's cabin and relocating it from Webster to the fairgrounds, where during the fair it was an attraction where people could tour it for a dime. And then right next to the cabin, oh, look, there's a concession <laughs> stand for Blanky Coffee. Um, but he also had um, plans. that This blew my mind. He had a plan to build a 700-foot aerial globe that he dubbed the city in the clouds that would be it was to be located on Oakland so not inside the park grounds but as kind of a, a add-on to the park and he had uh, sold the city on it had the land bought hired the architect and everything but couldn't raise the the private monies needed to build this um, and I think what if that would have happened how would that have changed you know that early part of our history yeah there were tons of these coffee companies. The Depression comes. Then they all start to consolidate, and then pretty soon you have a couple of coffee companies. And then the coffee starts tasting the same and being, I don't know, slightly generic. Oh, yeah. So then the world has to rely on radio commercials. This is where <laughs> radio right. comes in. And 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 some of the coffee companies used uh, special quiz shows and promotional uh, advertising, uh, you know, on KMOX and some of the other radio stations at the time. And uh, the food writer, M.F.K. Um, Fisher, had said at that time, uh, post-World War II, that, um, you know, the coffee was sold based on how good your uh, ad copywriters were. <laughs> that is still true today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Advertise on radio. Uh, before we run out of time, I want to talk a little bit about the, the, the latter portion of the book features so many of the new purveyors of coffee in town that we were talking about. And we have a lot of them who are local, making their own coffee, kind of putting their own mark on it. I wanted to, in particular, point out uh, Scott Carey with Sump because coffee connoisseurs always mention him. Yeah, for good reason. (laughs) He's very intimidating when you first meet him, but he sure knows his coffee. Oh, you can learn so much just by, you know, sitting at the bar and talking to Scott. Um, He, a lot of people feel that um, during this third wave of coffee, St. Louis kind of turned the corner uh, when Sump opened in 2011. 
But in the book, um, I profiled 20 roasters and, um, you know, I had to draw the line somewhere right. just by the people that roast on site. But there's so many more coffee shops that are located um, throughout the area and in the city and the county and surrounding counties, too. And there's also some tips on making the perfect cup, of course, because, you know, we, we all could, we can all use <laughs> new information. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and Deborah Reinhardt, author of St. Louis Coffee, A Stimulating History. You're going to be at St. Louis Public Library, Central Library, across the street here yeah. on Sunday. I will be there, yes, on Sunday from 2 to 3 p.m. doing an author's talk and having some uh, coffee samples, local coffee samples for people to enjoy. And then I'll be at the uh, Coffee Crawl in Maplewood at Tail to Table from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Well, terrific. Well, it's great to meet you. You're a member of Book Chat with Debbie Monterey and St. Louis Public Library. <laughs> so right. it's also great to meet you in person. The book is St. Louis Coffee, A Stimulating History. Deborah Reinhardt, the author, joining us here on KMOX. Thank you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 